0: Good evening. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Hear our voice, O Lord, according to your faithful love. According to your judgment, give us life. Blessed are you, Lord God of our salvation. To you be glory and praise for ever. In the darkness of our sin you have shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Open our eyes to acknowledge your presence, that freed from the misery of sin and shame, we may grow into your likeness from glory to glory. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. That this evening may be holy, good and peaceful, let us pray with one heart and mind. As our evening prayer rises before you, O God, so may your mercy come down upon us to cleanse our hearts and set us free to sing your praise, now and for ever. Amen. Psalm 52 I trust in the goodness of God for ever and ever. Why do you glory in evil, you tyrant, while the goodness of God endures continually? You plot destruction, you deceiver. Your tongue is like a sharpened razor. You love evil rather than good. Falsehood rather than the word of truth. You love all words that hurt. O oh, you deceitful tongue. Therefore God shall utterly bring you down. He shall take you and pluck you out of your tent. And root you out of the land of the living. The righteous shall see this and tremble they shall laugh you to scorn and say, This is the one who did not take God for a refuge, but trusted in great riches and relied upon wickedness. But I am like a spreading olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God for ever and ever. I will always give thanks to you for what you have done. I will hope in your name, for your faithful one delights in it. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. It was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. I trust in the goodness of God for ever and ever. Faithful and steadfast God, nourish your people in this wicked world, and through prayer and the scriptures, give us our daily bread, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Psalm 53 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Corrupt are they and abominable in their wickedness. There is no one that does good. God has looked down from heaven upon the children of earth to see if there is anyone who is wise and seeks after God. They are all gone out of the way. All alike have become corrupt. There is no one that does good, no, not one. Have they no knowledge? Those evil doers who eat up my bread as if they ate people, do not call upon God. There shall be, there they shall be in great fear, such fear as never was. For God will scatter the bones of the ungodly; they will put, be put to shame, because God has rejected them. Oh, that Israel's salvation would come out of Zion. When God restores the fortunes of his people, then will Jacob rejoice and Israel be glad. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Without you, O God, nothing is real. All things are open to corruption and we are deadened by deceit. Do not abandon us to our folly, but give us hearts that seek you, and at the last, join your heavenly city. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Psalm 54 Behold, God is my helper. Save me, O God, by your name, and vindicate me by your power. Hear my prayer, O God, give heed to the words of my mouth. For strangers have risen up against me, and the ruthless seek after my life. They have not set God before them. Behold, God is my helper. It is the Lord who upholds my life. May evil abound on those who lie in wait for me, destroy them in your faithfulness. An offering of a free heart will I give you. And praise your name, O Lord, for it is gracious. For he has troubled me out of all my trouble, and my eye has seen the downfall of my enemies. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, that was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Behold, God is my helper. O living God, reach through the violence of the proud, and the despair of the weak. To create in Jesus Christ a people free to praise your holy name now and forever. Amen. The first lesson is written in the book of Genesis, the 44th chapter, beginning at the first verse. Then he commanded the steward of his house. Fill the men's sacks with food, as much as they can carry, and put each man's money in the top of his sack. Put my cup, the silver cup, in the top of the sack of the youngest, with his money for the grain. And he did as Joseph told him. As soon as the morning was light, the men were sent away with their donkeys. When they had gone only a short distance from the city, Joseph said to his steward, Go follow after the men, and when you overtake them, Say to them, Why have you returned evil for good? Why have you stolen my silver cup? Is it not from this that my Lord drinks? Does he not indeed use it for divination? You have done wrong in doing this. When he overtook them, he repeated these words to them. They said to him, Why does my Lord speak such words as these? Far be it from your servants that they should do such a thing. Look, the money that we found at the top of our sacks we brought back to you, from the land of Canaan, why then will we steal silver or gold from your lord's house? Should it be found with any one of your servants, let him die. Moreover, the rest of us will become my lord's slaves. He said, even so, in accordance with your words, let it be. He with whom it is found shall become my slave, but the rest of you shall go free. Then each one quickly lowered his sack to the ground, and each opened his sack. You searched, beginning with the eldest, and ending with the youngest and the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. At this they tore their clothes, Then each one loaded his donkey and returned to the city. Judah and his brothers came to Joseph's house, while he was still there, and they fell to the ground before him. Joseph said to them, What deed is this that you have done? Do you not know that one such as I can practice divination? And Judah said, What can we say to my Lord? What can we speak? How can we clear ourselves? God has found out the guilt of your servants. Here we are then, my Lord's slaves, both we and also the one in whose possession the cup has been found. But he said, far be it from me that I should do so. Only the one in whose possession the cup was found shall be my slave. But as for you, go up in peace to your father. Here ends the first lesson. Christ committed no sin, no guile was found on his lips. Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin, no guile was found on his lips. When he was reviled, he did not revile in turn. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but he trusted himself to God who judges justly. Christ himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed, for you were straying like sheep, but have now returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Christ committed no sin, no guile was found on his lips. The second lesson is written in the letter to the Hebrews, the second chapter beginning at the first verse. Therefore we must pay greater attention to what we have heard, so we do not drift away from it. For if the message declared through angels was valid, and every transgression or disobedience received a just penalty, how can we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? It was declared at first through the Lord, and it was attested to us by those who heard him. While God added his testimony by signs and wonders and various miracles, and by gifts of the Holy Spirit, distributed according to his will. Now God did not subject the coming world, about which we are speaking to angels, but someone has testified somewhere. What are human beings that you are mindful of them, or mortals that you care for them? You have made them for a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned them with glory and honour subjecting all things under their feet. Now in subjecting all things to them, God left nothing outside their control. As it is, we do not yet see everything in subjection to them, but we do see Jesus, who for a little while was made lower than the angels, now crowned with glory and honour because of the suffering of death, that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. Here ends the second lesson. Forsake me not, O Lord, be not far from me, O my God. Forsake me not, O Lord, be not far from me, O my God. Make haste to help me, O Lord of my salvation. Be not far from me, O my God. Glory to the Father, unto the Son, unto the Holy Spirit. Forsake me not, O Lord, be not far from me, O my God. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news and proclaim the gospel of peace. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Saviour. He has looked with favour on his lowly servant. From this day old generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm and has scattered the proud in their conceit, casting down the mighty from their thrones, and lifting up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and sent the rich away empty. He has come to the aid of his servant Israel, to remember his promise of mercy. The promise made to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever amen how beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news and proclaim the gospel of peace so let us bring our prayers to our heavenly father in the stillness of our hearts or aloud on our lips as the spirit may move us let us pray Almighty God, from the first fruits of the English nation, who turn to Christ, you called your servant Chad to be an evangelist and bishop of his own people. Give us grace, so to follow his peaceable nature, humble spirit and prayerful life, that we may truly commend to, our, to others the faith which we ourselves profess, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. May God, our Redeemer, show us compassion and love. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.